1: The Run Home with Joel and Fletch. Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver, Hyundai Tucson, turbo diesel, all-wheel drive. Sonos, game-changing sound this festive season. Save now on ready-made speaker sets.
2: Welcome back to The Run Home with Joel and Fletch. A third hour of the program, thanks to Hyundai Tucson, turbo diesel, in stock now. And Sonos, game-changing sound this festive season. The Lawn Hub call line, 1300 01 11 to have your say. And welcome those listeners for the first time through the SEN track stations in Queensland, Atherton, Darling Downs, Ingham, Kingaroy, Nenango, those through New South Wales, Griffith Central Coast and the Illawarra and the nation's capital, 13.23am in Canberra. That's the way to have your say. one 011170 one 1170 for those joining us through the SEN track stations. The first couple of hours, you can catch up via the podcast. But in the meantime, in November, we'll be doing interviews on mental health courtesy of Brumby's Bakery. And this November head to Brumby's. Break bread with a mate and have a conversation. Brumby's Bakery, proudly supporting Movember. And Joey Williams is going to join us. G'day, Joey. Hey, lads. How we doing? Joey, we're going good, mate. Uh, last time I saw you was out at Wagga Wagga. Are uh, you heading back out again this year?
0: I think, mate, because you know how it's split up into, into the two pools? I yes. Think where actually it's a home game for me. And this, this year, instead of going to port... Or well, next year instead of going to oh, Port, Dubbo. they're actually in in Dubbo. So I live in Dubbo, mate. So it's a home game.
2: Oh, excellent! Oh, so, I won't see you, but excellent for you. So,
3: Joe, so if you've just flown in this afternoon, um, what have you been doing? Have you been touring the country, or you're coming into Sydney for for a couple of talks?
0: I just landed back in Dubbo. Um, I've been down. Uh, doing a few different workshops with some some organisations and some corporates and, and just, uh, mate, spreading the good news uh, out there, trying to help people understand the chaotic times in our minds sometimes.
3: Yeah. And, and, Joe, so how often would you be doing these talks?
0: Mate, I'm uh, – look, prior to the pandemic, I was on the road 310,
3: 315
0: oh. days of the year. Wow. Uh, yeah, it's – It's a pretty busy lifestyle as such. And then obviously I went from doing that flat out to to doing nothing for for a couple of years. So things are starting to ramp back up now and and be nice and busy. And I think it's, you know, it's important and why it's been so busy sort of the the last few weeks and leading into the break is that, you know, Christmas and and the pressures of Christmas can create a lot of uh, challenges for people mentally and emotionally.
2: Hey, Joey, you're a proud uh, Radjuri man, a Wogalu man, First Nations Aboriginal, uh, born in Cowra, raised in Wagga. Now, uh, but I caught up last week in Uluru with a bloke called Gil McAdam. Now, Gil McAdam is a fellow from Northern Territory. Alice Springs is down the road and uh, played a lot of – and he, he and his brothers, for that matter, played a lot of AFL, uh, VFL at the time, and, and he was just a star-star player. But we got chatting. Uh, we got chatting um, – This was not in front of a crowd and later in front of the crowd. And we're talking about Australia Day, right? And I know it's a very sensitive topic. And I said to Gil, I said, Gil, I want to celebrate Australia Day, but not at the expense of other people being upset. I I said, when could we possibly do it? And he was talking about Federation Day where the states all came together. And that happens to be the 1st of January. And then we were chatting about it and thought, well, what about... Second of January, um, where I can put Gill in a headlock and we can have a beer and chink together, and we're all all happy. And away we go. Have you given any thought to an alternative date for Australia Day?
0: No, I haven't. Um, no. For me, you know, the, the people people use it as a as a day of celebration, mm. uh, a day a day to all to come together. But I guess, being frank and being honest, yeah, why why people love it so much is that they get a day off yeah. and they can. And they can, you know, have a barbecue and, and, and a few drinks and so forth. I'm I'm not that sort of guy. I I haven't had a drink for seventeen odd years, so it's just another day to me. Yeah. Um. So for me, I don't I don't need a particular day to celebrate this country, but I find it problematic when there's a large portion of the country that now are starting, which is starting to gain momentum, uh, around the fact that you know the January 26th is a day to celebrate. It's a day of mourning for a lot of our people and and something that, you know, a day particularly that we find challenging to celebrate as a nation. Um, You know, if if there's a day to celebrate, I think it's a day that I'd like to stand alongside non-Indigenous brothers and sisters Mm -hmm. to be able to say, you know what, we're proud of this place. Um, And there was a great article by a guy called Luke Pearson a few years ago with Indigenous X. And he said, don't give me a day to celebrate give me a country to celebrate um, you know with challenges around racism and it's you know it's evident within you know challenges that we, that we have throughout the media all year round with different sporting codes that we have are we there yet you know what what Australia is for you and what Australia is for me and and, and our people is a very different place so what we need to do is start to build a relationship um, and and start to understand that January 26 is a challenging time of the year for for a lot of First Nation people. Sorry, I'll, I'll just
2: say one more thing on that, Joey. Like my my simple thing, and I didn't get to year 12, but I, I believe that I'm I'm a logic man, right? And and if enough people are so against the 26, I don't believe there's enough people out there who are hitched to the number 26 of January. Who I, I believe they love Australia Day, uh, some people, and but I don't believe it's about. As you said, it is a day off, and it's not 26 of January. That's my wife's birthday. I'd rather just go and celebrate that. But anyway, enough on that. I, I just think it is so logical that we have to move the date. Um, but anyway... Yeah, it's
0: been changed multiple times in history. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. A lot of people are stuck on that date and think it's so steeped in history. Yeah. It's been changed multiple times. Yeah, well, it's got to change. So it's, it's, it's easy to do. Let's get it around doing it.
2: Yeah, uh, it, it just has to change. Uh, anyway, uh, that to me seems logical, and I know people will be stuck on the... Uh, he'll go on the other way, but I, I disagree with that, uh, Brian. Sorry, uh,
3: Joseph. Um, just going back to what you said, you hadn't had a drink in seventeen years. Um, you know, we've spoken to you about the addictions you you've had before. Do you think that you're over those addictions? Do you, Do you still crave a beer, or are you fighting it every day? Like, how does it work for you? Well, there's
0: the there's a, there's a lot of the, this you know the, the conversation around addiction and, and what it is and why it is and and the lack of you know there's a, there's a guy that uh, an addiction specialist who talks about people don't get addicted to the substance or what it is they get addicted to the relief that the substance gives them and the chaos that happens inside you know between the years to me could I have a drink tomorrow um, I don't want to test it Brian yeah the thing is like my life now is 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 so far removed from who i was back then um my life was was chaotic there was problematic things that were happening in my life and you know if i want to be someone who's a role model for young people and a role model even for older people uh it's, it's a lifestyle i don't want to go back to if i'm honest mate no but do you it's, what, it's one what, of those things that
3: my question to you, you Joe, go, sorry? is it like if you went walked into a pub and you saw your mates there from Wagga that you grew up with and they were drinking would you have to? Could you just sit there and not drink? Like what I'm saying is, is there an, an do, urge yeah, or a crave? do you crave, do you crave alcohol? I,
0: you now? know what I miss. What you know what I miss a lot, or more than anything, around that? Yeah. is, is the good the good times, the, yeah. the, the, the 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 you know the days where, uh, where where you come together and, and and you might have a couple of drinks and 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 you know it's a good and fun and 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 a time that uh you know jovial with mm, yeah mates um to me uh when i had those days or when those days when uh we you know had had one too many uh there were few and far between you know so for me i can walk into a pub and and, and not be you know not not be tempted by it anymore it's right. not the lifestyle i lead not the lifestyle i want to lead right. um and to me you know it's like i said it's it's, it, my life is far better without it, yeah. put it
2: that way. Hey, yeah. Joey, there's a lot of texts here um, just uh, lavished with praise for you, so congratulations. We're chatting to Joey Williams. And, Joey, I'll tell you, my, my brother, right, and, and he probably won't mind me saying that because it's a similar story to yours, Joe, and, and particularly what happened in 2012, very similar, but uh, which I'll get to. But he, Brian, um, and I'm so, so proud of him, my my brother, 14 months my junior, he was at a stage where he was buying – get – weekly shop on the alcohol. He'd get five cartons of beer, right, five cartons of beer and nine bottles of wine, wow. and he was knocking that off every single week, right? And all of a sudden, he hasn't had the urges. Yeah. He, he hasn't had a drop of alcohol for five years, and I'm so, so proud. And, and of you, Joey, look, it is a – when people tell me this, and I, I've got a feeling I might go down that path one day, I, I think it is a huge, huge um, achievement. So congratulations, to you, Joey, on that. But uh, mate, what else? What else is happening in the world of mental health for you?
0: I think you know, a lot of people, and again, still on the, on the subject of alcohol, a lot of people turn to the drink mm. to to escape from what's going on in, inside their head. You know, so yeah. it's so I get I get that side of it as well. Um, for me, that's what it was for a long time. It was the silence, the noise that was going on inside my head, uh, and and I used substance, and and a lot of the times. When those days and times happened, uh, when those nights turned into, you know, turned into days, uh, pro- obviously problematic things happen. I don't, I don't care who you are or what you do. One thing I learned from a lifestyle of sobriety and a, and a life away from alcohol and drugs is I don't care what you do or who you are, life becomes better. Mm. Mm. You become a better father, a better husband, a better partner, better at your job, better at everything that you do. I don't know anyone who doesn't want to do that.
2: Hey Joe. You know, so
0: so for me it's it's been it's been an incredible change of
1: lifestyle.
2: I'll repeat these credits again when we finish up. Joewilliams.com.au and JoeWilliams underscore T E W. That's on Twitter and Instagram, but uh, the website joewilliams.com.au the enemy within motivational speaking, so you can get all around that. But mate, I want to take you back to 2012 and, and I know you won't mind me doing this because uh, you've been so um, vocal around it, which I think's helped many, many people. Uh, you felt your purpose was to help people who struggle with mental illness through customised workshops, but there was a suicide attempt in 2012. Now, this is a big question, but if there's one person listening that you know can help them out very much, if, if you could go back and tell the Joey Williams prior to 2012 when you had attempted suicide, um, if you could go back and talk to that person now knowing what you know, what would you have said? to Joe Williams back in 2012 before that fateful day?
0: I'll tell, I'll tell that person back in 2012, and I'll tell every single person mm. who's listening as well, who's going through it, I promise you that things will get better. Yep. You know, you, you, you can't see five foot in front of you, and and your head is so clouded that, this is the thing about depression, right, is mm. it, that, that people think that it's a bad day or a bad moment in time, but it, it literally robs people of reality. It convinces them that no one cares. It convinces them that they don't matter. I promise you, with time, persistence, and getting to understand a little bit more about yourself and, and learning learning to understand why we are the way we are, I promise you things get better. You know, back, in, back in that time in 2012, I, I couldn't see that things would get better. So, so without going into what happened back in that day, I knew that I was completely void of any hope. But several years on and interacting and talking with, you know, countless people over the years, I know that with time, with persistence and with understanding who I am and why I am, life does get better. And it's one of those things that, you know, things, things improve when you, when you start to, to do the work.
3: Joe, so, Look, so many people out there have been touched by suicide or they know someone of of depression. What's your advice? Because if someone comes to you and says, look, I'm not feeling great, you know, we've got Are You OK Day, but we're not trained in this. I'm I'm just speaking for for myself. I'm not trained in counselling or anything like that. Do you send them, if someone comes up to you and says you've got these thoughts, do you send them straight to a counsellor or what is the best way to do it? Do you speak
0: to to their family? Well, here's the thing, Brycey, is that you can't teach someone to swim while they're drowning, right? Yeah. So what we need to do is, is, is firstly sit with those people and, and and start to just show a bit of support. Because again, everything inside their mind tells them that no one cares and life doesn't matter. Um, so it's important to just sit with those people in that moment uh, and, and, and try and just show some love and support and care in those moments. Um, and then, of course, uh, the time comes, the time. But once you've, I guess, uh, for a better word of what I said before, you can't teach someone to drink, swim while they're drowning. Once they've gotten out of the water, that's when you can start to get them some help, or that's when you can start to teach them to swim. So it's about, you know, connecting them with 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 local professionals and mm. and people and supports in and around that person's uh, circle. You know, one of the things that I, that I that I talk to about with people is that right right now. As we sit here and talk now, we are the most disconnected as a human race that we've ever been. We eat the unhealthiest that we've ever eaten. We move the least that we've ever moved. So simple things that we can implement into our life is start to eat better, start to move our body more and do a little bit more exercise and start to understand a little bit, you know, that everything that we're feeling that we're experiencing is a a very normal response to a world where we probably don't quite fit. Um, you know, the challenge is in a lot of cases isn't particularly the individual. It's the environment that we live in. And, um, you know, as I said, we, we're, we're super disconnected as people. Um, what we need to do is start to get around each other a little bit more and, and you know, do things with each other and be more active and exercise more and, and, and start to eat better and look after ourselves a little bit better.
3: Yes. And, and why is it, Joe, it's young men? What What is it in young men? Is it something in our brains Compare because I know the suicide rate of young men is far um, outweighs girls. Is it is it the stigma or is it something to do with the masculinity of it all? What what is it with young young men?
0: Well, I've got my my own perceptions around this, uh, Fletch. Is it, when you have a look at when you have a look at people in general, right? And and you know, young boys and and the old, you know, boys don't cry and those sort of things. You look at subconsciously what, what we teach our kids or what we tell our kids and what we model to our kids. We model that we don't cry. Mm. We model that, that you know, we shouldn't cry. We model that we shouldn't be vulnerable. We we model that, you know, that it's not okay to cry. And, and, and we're constantly silencing our kids' emotions every single day of the week when we tell them, you know, be quiet and, and, and stop whinging and, and don't cry or I'll give you something to cry for. You know, those, those old things that... that subconsciously i don't care where you are what you're saying like subconsciously that silences a kids emotions and everything what is mattering to that kid right in that exact moment so what we need to do is start to validate emotions a little bit more um for our young people for everyone uh, and teach each other to connect to those emotions because those emotions are just signals to things that are happening in a wider world um, and what we can do is you know start to put a little bit more support around that so Males, females, um, whoever it is, we need to start validating emotions, particularly in young people.
2: Joe Williams, the man we're speaking to, joewilliams.com.au. Now, Joey, we, you know the media game. Now, we, we've been inundated here with uh, text messages uh, whilst you've been on, so well done on that. But I, I would suggest this, that you know, a vast majority of our listeners, Brian, based on the numbers we get with podcasts and, mm. and all those sorts of things, and the board's lit up, but it would still be a very minority who text in, Right but still we have been absolutely smashed with uh, thank you messages. But this one here, Joey, and I say this because for every one person who's written this, there might be another 100 who haven't written it but are listening to it. This one, and this is where you should be so proud of what you're doing, Joe. Um, It's unnamed and should remain that way. He said, uh, well, it could be a she, I don't know. It says, I needed to hear this interview. Well done, Joe. Thank you. How does that make you feel?
0: It's why I do what I do. Yeah. You know, because I... I think it's you know, I made a promise to myself many years ago um, when when I had some conversations with with some with some doctors in inside uh, the walls of a psych unit in Dubbo back in 2012, and I said every single day I open my eyes, I'm going to make make it within my goal and and make a promise to myself to make somebody's life better. Mm-hmm. You know, if I can. If I can just go out and try and improve the life of someone else or or check in with someone to 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 see and make sure that they're doing all right, then you know i'm all I'm doing is i'm I'm fulfilling that promise I made to myself back in two thousand and twelve when to me um, I was super super grateful to 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 come through uh, the most challenging days and events of my life. Uh, so all I do is just just you know keeping a promise to myself that I made back in then and and that's to go out there and continually just try and do my best to help others be the best version of themselves.
3: Well said, Joe. Now, now let's change a little bit of tacty, mm. uh, Joseph. What do you what do, what do you make of all these? Now you were probably one of the first boxers, uh, rugby league players, turning to boxing. What, what did it when you saw the money gal was generating? Could could you believe how much money that rugby league players are getting to box?
0: Well, I wish it was around when I was yeah, boxing. Yeah, I know, <laughs> getting pun- getting punched in the head for that. Um, <laughs> and and this is a thing, Fletch, And and Joel is that you, you guys understand it as well, right? We're sports people, and and what we try and do is is we test ourselves. And on the field, we've got twelve other guys that stand with us side by side, and you know help us out to achieve a goal to win at the end of the day, right? Uh, sports people are the ultimate competitors, and whether it's getting your know, face punched off or or not, we we're continuously trying to, I guess, raise the bar in 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 our competitive nature. Um, so I get I get why footy players go out and box because the competitive nature in it. There's there's nothing against it. So I understand it. If they're getting paid that kind of money, then you know what? Good on them.
2: Joey, we had your schedule in for about eight or ten minutes, but we've gone about 24, mate. We appreciate that. And the listeners have well and truly appreciated it. The music's going to beat us, mate. JoeWilliams.com.au. You can catch uh, our man Joey on social media, Twitter and Instagram, JoeWilliams underscore Chew, T-E-W. Mate, fantastic. Thanks, Joey. Really appreciate it, mate. Thank you very much.
0: Well, go after yourselves, loves, and have have a Merry Christmas. Take care. You too. We'll get you back soon, legend.
2: Yep, Brumby's Bakery proudly supporting Movember and Men's Health. Tonight on SEN Sports Day with Sats and Badge, special guest Ian Bishop, the West Indian. We are talking about him moments ago. Yeah. Uh, So there you go. Um, If you missed any of that chat, I would encourage you to later Mm. catch up on the podcast. But more importantly, share it with your mates. You might know someone who needs to hear that. Um, Very, very powerful segment, Joe Williams. Thank you very much. Uh, This is a run home with Joel and Fletch. Plenty more still to come. We've got the IMAR quiz. Sean the Trader coming up as well. This is a run home with Joel and Fletch.
1: Tomorrow's car is in stock today. Tech driver Hyundai Tucson turbo diesel all-wheel drive. Sonos. Game-changing sound this festive season. Save now on ready-made speaker sets. It's The Run Home with Joel
2: and Fletch on SEN. In the final half hour of a Tuesday, it's The Run Home with Joel and Fletch, all thanks to Hyundai Tucson Turbo Diesel in Stock now and Sonos, game-changing sound this festive season. Day two also, Brian,
1: Mm. of
2: Joel and Fletch's nine days of dogmas. Dogmas. Yeah, we all love being with our family for Christmas, and like us, dogs want to be with family too. So together with Greyhounds' pets, we are making it our mission to find a home for these beautiful dogs in time for Christmas. Today we met Flash, uh, yesterday, in fact, we meant Flash, Flashy, Dorothy, yeah. Sonny. Flash has been DMing us. That's how I got confused there. Who loves to play soccer and will do nose-to-hand targeting so he can get treats. If you love the sound of Flash, all you need to do is head to gapnsw.com.au. You know who's a helicopter parent when it comes to the four-legged variety? Sats? Nah, this bloke who didn't have a ring uh, on his uh, second to left he now does. <laughs> uh, hand finger, rather. Um, the run home quiz for <laughs> Imar Trade Insurance. Before we get to him, get an instant quote and pay the premium. Go to their website, imar.com.au, or call 13imar. Now, that's coming up, Brian. Would you like mm. to tease a question just yet?
3: Uh, yes. Should I?
2: Or do you want to wait till after Shawnee? It's up to you.
3: I'll do it after Shawnee.
2: Okay. 1300. No, no, no. I'll do it now. First five in the bank. You've you're
3: confused in. me because you said Flash is DMing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Flash the dog. No. 1300 01 three hundred O one eleven seventy will be the uh, lawn hub call on. You need yes. to call. And the question is Ronaldo, Cristiano Ronaldo, yeah. he of Portugal fame. Yes. Which Premier League club did he debut with? Gotcha. When he first played for the Premier League. Premier who, League? Did he,
2: who did he debut with? Yeah. Okay, that's a good question. Thank now, you. you may have heard in the background a clearing of the throat, which means someone's ready for business. Yes. Like a, <clears throat> right? <laughs> The observant ear would have heard that. Say yeah, Nada no Katara and yes the sports bet. The easiest place to bet this World Cup, Gamble responsibly, the married
1: one, Shawnee Omrod's on the line. Good day, Colmoner. Good afternoon, boys. Yeah, you probably heard me clearing the throat because 'cause I'm a little bit parched at the moment. Uh <laughs> spitting feathers, you might say. So if we can just uh if we can get this cracking and wrap it up nicely, then might you might wanna be buying our shares in Babylon. Ah yes, uh, you've been married yes, for a, you've likely.
3: been married for a week and you're already allowed <laughs> out. What a great! <laughs> yeah. Have you
2: been intri- Speaking about we're talking about uh, greyhounds as pets, in your new mm. marriage and first marriage mm. and hopefully last marriage, um, have you been introduced to the doghouse yet, Sean? Because that's when you know you're really married, aren't you, Brian? Of course, yeah.
1: Yeah, no, I haven't. I haven't yet. We're still in that very you know we're still in the sort of newly married honeymoon sort of bubble uh, where everything's rosy, but. Well, actually, so Vanessa's actually out of town for the next couple of nights of work. She's down in uh, she's down in Melbourne. So I've been probably given a little, little bit more rope than uh, than usual. And I might be a bloke called Squirrel, uh, just knocking oh, on this uh, great radio tempo. Room door that I'm in, just to really uh, Ivan Drago. We call him now. Yeah, he keeps on, just keeps on keeping on. High tempo Ainsworth. High yeah. tempo.
3: Squirrel's still on the hood, still knocking around Bondi. Yeah. Mm. Is he? I
1: don't know. Yeah, I'm still. Him again. Are you still brushing him? I, I
3: didn't brush him. Mate, I just, you'd
2: love him. You get on the, He's high tempo the whole way. I didn't rush him four days he, high tempo. He in front of me, he was yeah.
3: pounding the pavement at Bondi wearing his North Face jacket. He's, yeah. he's fit right mm. into the oh, Bondi yeah. Wanker lifestyle. Yeah. <laughs> he had a yoga mat. <laughs> he had green juice in one hand.
2: Can I ask you, Brian? Yeah. Um, you can ask me. Let's set the line over and under, right? Because Sean's new to this. Mm. What do you reckon the average DHD is? The doghouse debut? What? What do you mean? Like well, how, how? far into the marriage? Oh, okay. The DHD. After 12 months.
3: After 12 months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, nothing in the first 12. Is that right? Well, there's no leads
2: at the tin variety. Oh, that yeah, that adds it.
1: Mm. And
2: then a, all of a sudden, and then you get the silent treatment. Because he which, and Vanessa recognise what's dinks. Dinks, exactly. Double income, no kids. Double uh, income,
3: no cat. Yeah, kids. That's <laughs> all
2: right, oh, Shawnee boy. Let's get you. Uh, mm. Let's clear that parched throat of yours, and let's get into business. Uh, right. What have you got for us?
1: Yeah, well, let's uh, start with the World Cup, boys. We'll get to the Aussie v. Denmark game in a little bit. But let's start with the uh, the 4 matchups tonight. So we're into the last uh, games of each group now. Uh, so each of these teams has already played two, which means it's do or die for a few of them. Now, the first game, these are being played at the same time, so there's no funny business. We know soccer comes with great integrity, particularly uh, FIFA World Cups, as we know that. So no funny business in these games. Ecuador and Senegal kick us off. I mean, this is a must-win game. So we saw... Some very uh, attacking-like football last night. I think we might see plenty of the same, and certainly in this one. Uh, Ecuador favourites, $2.30. The Senegalese lads, $3.10. I think you might want to be back in the over goals. As I said, must win. So we want to see plenty of attacking uh, soccer. And then the Dutch are taking on Qatar. Uh, The Dutch are pretty much through. They're a short price here. $1.16 they are against Qatar. Obviously, the host, their big outside is $14. A draw will be enough for the Dutch there. We then go... To Iran USA. This one is at six AM. Uh, the Yanks are favourites here. It's a must-win game for them as well. They're a dollar ninety-five, so expect them to really go after it. And then we uh, we wrap it up with Wales and England, uh, the old foes. England a dollar forty. A win or a draw will be enough for them as well. It's going to be interesting to see what they do. But did you see the footage from uh, from Tenerife only a couple of days ago where the yes. Welsh and English fans were really kicking off? So <laughs> yes. geez. Thoughts praise impress to any pubs around uh, around Spain or in England or Wales, in, in fact, because I think it might just kick off again uh, depending on what happens here because that, uh, that made some uh, enthralling footage. Oh, uh, I think they, bloke, the chairs took his shirt off right at the end. Yeah, yeah is that yeah, when off. they're throwing chairs at each other? Yeah, it was really sort of intense sort of stuff. So fingers crossed we don't see any of that sort of behaviour uh, in this game. But England expected to win pretty comfortably.
2: I don't think it's Tenerife, but maybe somewhere around there, right? What's the town or city, whatever it is, village, where a lot of the English and Welsh go and, and, you know, all the Europeans, they all get dressed up and it's just party town. Magaluf. Is it Magaluf? Benadon. Benadon. Yeah. Benadon. That's yeah. the one. Yeah. Have you been
3: there, Brian? I haven't, but it's rank. I've been to Magaluf. It's rank? They call it Shagaluf. <laughs> it's rank. Benadorn. <laughs> it's just pommies coming from – and they just – Peppering Pommies. They, they they go into these Spanish towns. Oh, I heard it's
2: the, it's the Michael. Nah,
3: no. Nah. I went to Magaloof Did you with the Wigan boys? And it was the pits. Oh, Magaluf! You boys. would have oh. sugar.
1: You would have met. Uh, you would have met the great Uncle Bob and Auntie Cass at the wedding only you know, oh, last please. week. And if you didn't mind, they are they are great supporters of the of uh, the Benidorm uh, yeah. economy. But what he does, he'll go there. So he's in a beautiful, you know, beautiful part of Spain, paradise. All he drinks is carling yeah. and eats pine peas. It's yep. Like he's just gone <laughs> What's wrong with that and bro? It's all, it's it all They do it, what
3: do they call it? B- uh, bored and, you know, everything's everything's included. So they have buff air and it's just. Yeah. Uh, uh, all so, bored. And it's just it's beans, is all, it? They froth on beans. <laughs> like if you get, go and have a little bit of culture. If, you, sanguine, if you've if you been to yeah.
2: Benidorm and you need to um, have your say on the text line, fire away because I, I don't know if Brian's in line here. But anyway, uh, say yeah, nah to Benidorm, according to Brian Fletcher. <laughs> Australia versus Denmark. <laughs> this is the game on Thursday. You spoke about it yesterday, Shawnee. We're about 30% yep. chance of advancing through to the round of 16, which would be bloody huge. What's the latest? Mm.
1: Yeah, it's not great news. Well, it's not terrible news, but it's not great news. Either. It looks like the Danes, certainly in the marketplace, is starting to firm up. Though. We're about fifty. Uh, yesterday, now into a dollar forty-seven mm. to get the win. Aussies are still thereabouts at about $6. We might have been uh, $5.50 or something yesterday. So on the drift slightly, the draw though, $4.10, we think the draw is going to be enough because the Frenchies, they're starting to firm up against Tunisia. So if they win or do get a draw, then a draw will be enough for us. So $4.10 is the draw price. As I said, we think that's going to be enough, but looks like the market is starting to come for, uh, for Denmark. But if you are, uh, certainly in Melbourne, it's going to be going off this game uh, early in the wee hours of Thursday morning. But just keep a, a look out for a certain uh, Holden uh, Commodore station wagon. We've got it fully kitted up in the soccer room. Remember the old Spew jersey yes. we had in the early 90s? We've got the full paint job done. I think we might be doing a few hot laps around uh, Melbourne uh, when that game's going on. Just keep a look out for the boys. They'll be they'll be making plenty of noise and get Rob on the Socceroos.
2: So we've got the BS crew at Sportsbed who go around there and sort of nab people who are Talking. BSing on the tips, right? Mm. Why can't we have them just navigating around Federation Square, Shawnee? And mm. if you are, have been disclosed or discovered as a bandwagoner, throw them straight in the paddy wagon, the 1999 uh, bandwagon. What do you think? Jeez, I reckon you might need a
1: you might need a bigger car. <laughs> yeah. Just give them all one, <laughs> one lap. Every four years,
2: aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> Which is fair enough. You're allowed a bandwagon every four years. What, what's the over and under is another question for you, Brian. How many players do you have to know or not know to be qualified as two. a bandwagoner? Two. two. You need to know two. If you if you can't name three, move aside, yeah, you're on you're the bandwagon. Yeah. But
3: that also, uh, you, you would do that with the Wallabies as well. Can we take the keepers out of it? No. Grey Wiggle. Yeah, if we take He's them my out man. of it, Red there's man. a lot of people in <laughs> trouble. Matty Ryan, I'm
2: in. And <laughs> yeah. my man, Dukey. Yeah, Mitchie Duke. And Suttor. Yes. No, so I reckon we take the keepers out. There's a lot of people in big trouble. Um, Australia versus the Windies, Shawnee, tomorrow. Uh, Brian and I are disappointed about this starting on a Wednesday, aren't we, Brian? I
3: oh, know. I'm filthy. I love coming in here, but uh, so be it. senator the they've got the rights to a lot of sport, NBL,
1: Rugby League, yeah. and the Windies are back in town. Yeah, I forgot this is basically your Friday. So am I going to see you in Babylon in a, in a little short while? Maybe you should pop in and just say good day. Uh, yeah, so when the test match kicks off in Perth tomorrow. Dollar oh nine the Aussies uh, to win this one. The Windies thirteen bucks. Haven't won a test here since the late nine. I think it was nine nine seven the last time they actually won on home soil. So they're up against it. I think we're about a ten to win the uh, the two match series as well. So we think the Aussies are going to get it done pretty comfortably against the Windies kicking off tomorrow, boys.
2: Hey, Shauny, you're a Gen Wire, aren't
1: you? Gen. Gen. Uh, yeah, I think I'm a gem yep. So So,
2: Sean, um, we've been waxing lyrically, or as some may say, Brian, lyrically waxing, today about the great West Indies of back in the day. I reckon Shorty would have missed that.
1: Like, Absolutely, yeah.
2: Do you ever me- remember the Windies just being at their absolute powers?
1: I, I reckon I probably caught the end of, of – I have some some vivid memories of watching Big Kirtley sort of run in. You remember when the, the when the one day as we were airborne, sort of mid, mid, mid-90s, early 90s, Michael Bevan was doing his thing, wearing yeah. the cap out. Yep. In the middle of the... yeah, it was just uh yeah, I reckon I just caught the end of when they were really uh flying the windies. We're
2: just seeing here, uh Channel Nine have got a Fox have got a couple of replays, in fact, of Channel Nine. Um there's a scoreboard here, West Indies at their absolute finest, and the opener was on seventy eight, right, for the Australia Elliot I don't recall Elliot. Herb. No, Herb? Was that his nickname? <laughs> was his nickname. Mat- was Matty Elliott? Matty Elliott. Matty Elliott. I've got a great Matty Elliott story. Have Do you? you? To hear it? Yeah. This Matty Elliott. This Maddie Elliott. Right, well, let, let Shawnee go first. Or you want to tell it Shawnee, now. you want to hear
3: this story about Matty Elliott?
2: Hang on, before you go no, on. please. So this is the Windies, right? He's 78-not, as the cricketers like to say. Yep. And then you know how he's dismissed? Retired hurt. Yes. Yeah, okay, so they got rid of you for getting amongst it.
3: Well, so what had happened, I was out at Jackson's on George. Is that him? Having a good time? Yeah
2: no, that's a rifle. I mean, oh, that's, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Anyway, so I was out at Jackson's on George. Now he was twelfth man.
2: Yeah,
3: and I'd met him for the first time ever, and we were just having a few beers, and we got really drunk, and <laughs> we started having shots, and we got really, really. So a regular drunk. Saturday night. Then he got the pool cue, and I was bowling wrongins at him with the with the snooker ball, and we're having a great old time. We had some um, fielders everywhere. Yeah, yeah, It was about four in the morning. I get I'm about nineteen or twenty, whatever it is. I go home. I'm lying on the lounge. I'm absolutely cooked. And I'm just lying on the lounge having a pie. Oh. And they pan to the dressing room. <laughs> and Tony Gregg is commentating. Oh, and no. my man, Herb. Fast asleep with his feet up <laughs> <laughs> in the in the dressing room. I'm going. There's
2: Herb. Uh, was, uh... I thought you were going to say you got the late caller. No, no, no. He was nah. passed out. He had his
3: feet up, and Tony Gregg. Well, that's what Tony Gregg said. Was it a
2: laugh out loud job at no, home? Was You're
3: just... in a world of pain. And I was. I told the boys the night before. And... Oh, that's, that's and they panned to Herb, and he was just asleep. With like... and then Tony Gregg goes, "Oh, someone's." A... He said something like, I hope he doesn't go on. I need a 12-month and he doesn't have to go on. But, uh, yeah, me and Herb, he was, he was seeing them like
2: watermelons. Oh, too. that's fantastic. Righto, shorty boy. Um, I'll leave you with this. Well, Gibbo can leave you with this,
1: in fact. Just to fire up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Go, All right, boys. I'll see you there in 20 minutes.
2: Go and give that man of the rapid tempo variety squirrel a big bear's hug from the whole family here at uh, the run home with Joel Fletch.
1: All
2: right, boys, shut Okay, there he goes. Uh, Say yeah, a guitar, and yes, the sports bet. The easiest place to bet this World Cup. Gamble responsibly. And now, time for this.
3: It's time for the Run Home with Joel and Fletch quiz for Imar Insurance, the tradies, mate. Call 13 Imar.
1: Okie dokie, Brian. Can you repeat the prizes? What do you want me to repeat the prizes? All I know is it's
2: what, worth. Whatever it's worth.
3: I, I'm going. I think it's. $550. Okay, so we're
2: going to open it up right now. Okay, first five callers through, one three hundred, oh one eleven seventy. 1170 right, to join the quiz. Uh, it is worth about 500 bucks. but today you walk away with a signet power bank and worth. you go into the final. Now, the final, because we've got an abbreviated week, yep. will be next Wednesday. Okay, so next okay. Wednesday
3: you could have 500 bucks worth of prizes. Yes. And I'm being conservative on the 500 Yes. I would say closer to 650
2: Okay, all right. Um, okay, well, let's get into this. Question number one again was what?
3: Um, oh, yeah, who made his debut? Oh, sorry,
2: which EPL club? Yeah.
3: You, know, you know, that interview yeah. took it out of me. <laughs> which EPL club mm. did Cristiano Ronaldo make his debut with? So when he first played in the EPL, which club?
2: Okay. Which club? All right. Um, let me know the club. one three hundred Let's launch. Let's launch right now. Uh, there's still two spots up for grabs. Uh, one spot now, if you wish to join. Number one golfer from Oyster Bay is going to kick us off. G'day, golfer.
3: Yeah, g'day, guys. G'day, golfer. What do you think the answer is? i
0: tried Manchester United.
2: Yeah, Bingo.
3: correct. Bingo. Great start. Okay, so which two NRL clubs play for the Jack Gibson Cup? Which two NRL clubs... Play for the Jack Gibson Cup.
2: One of those clubs says the Jack Gibson medalist, Braun. Yes. Did you ever win that? Yes. Did you?
1: It's uh, the Roosters and the Eels.
2: Correct. People would have fallen into another trap, I reckon. Some would have said the Sharks. Sharks, yeah.
3: yeah. Okay, now this is multiple choice. Number one golfer. Which West Indian cricketer has a similar surname to that of a condiment? Now, is it A, Jeffrey Sriracha? B, Jeffrey Aoli. C, Jeffrey Dujon. Or D, Jeffrey Horseret. <laughs> I'll
1: go Jeffrey Aoli.
3: <laughs> Are you fed him? No, it's not Jeffrey
2: Aoli. Okay. You were close, though. You're thinking of Josh Aoli. Uh, yes. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> what was his name? Osh Aoli. Osh, Aoli. Osh Aoli. Uh, Dunny from Malabar. Hey. All, is this the
3: Dunny? Is this Dunny Dunny, Plumber Dunny? Hello. What's doing? Is it Plumber Dunny?
2: Yeah. All right, let's go. Awesome. Mate, we don't get many calls from the Dunny man. We get lots of We're
3: not allowed to call him Ben, by the way.
2: Oh, okay. Sorry, Ben. Take Ben off. Okay. All right,
3: Dunny. (laughs) Which West Indian cricketer has a similar name to that of a condiment? Jeffrey Sriracha, Dujon, Aioli, or horseradish?
1: Jeffrey Sriracha. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> what is
2: Pepe Le Kurt from Cronulla, please get oh, this Kurt one. Kurt will get this.
3: Okay,
1: Jeffrey Picture who him
3: in the gloves? Yeah, the Gloveman. It, Jeffrey Sriracha, <laughs> Dijon aioli, or horseradish?
1: Um, it's Jeffrey Leroy Dijon. please say horseradish.
3: Please say horseradish.
2: Oh, yeah. please say
1: horseradish.
3: Yeah. It, well, I didn't say it's similar to a condiment. Yeah. Of course, Dijon. Yeah. Isn't Dijon? No. Dijon yes. is mayonnaise. And mustard mixed together.
2: Is that what it is? Well, that's what. how I make it. Okay.
3: Okay. Kurt from Cronulla. Which city would I be in if I'm sitting at Roland Garros? Mm-hmm. Which city?
0: France? Um,
2: uh, no. No. Go to the board of directors.
3: Your first answer was
2: France. First answer. Okay, yeah. Say that,
3: Kurt. Though Uh, I've got Greg from Blacktown. Gregory, uh, first of all, welcome to the show. (laughs) I just read out the previous question. I I was talking about condiments: sriracha, Dijon, aioli, horseradish. Any of those? Do they tickle your fancy if you put it on a pizza? Would you like any of that on a pizza? Have you ever thought about putting that on a pizza? Nah, Can I come back in five minutes. None of I? it. All right, what <laughs> happened yesterday, Grego? Yesterday, did you get your? Yeah. what would you go? what would you go with? Vegetarian.
1: Yes, yes, yes. Um, and and um, I've got a different uh, strategy tonight. I'm having a fish meal. Ooh, oh, fish. fish.
2: Good. Stra- what thoughts on the strategy, Brian? Uh, I
3: like that strategy. Uh, is it going to be deep fried? Is this strategy consisting no, of batter? No, no red,
1: red, red, salmon, red salmon and a bit of calamari and a salad. and oh, that
2: boom. Stuff. Now, Gregory, um, you spoke yesterday around how your strategy is that you don't drink and eat at the same time. Don't do it. It's ridiculous. What indeed. part of the phase are we no, up to no. at this juncture? Have we progressed um, to the eating stage? I'm just stage? drinking. Oh, just drinking. drinking. Okay. Just yeah. drinking. Okay, that's fine. All right, that's good. Yeah.
3: And what about what, what about when you have the red salmon and you have the calamari? What sort of condiments you have? A bit of tartare? you like tartare?
1: No. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, it's a bit of tartare sauce on it and uh, might throw a bit of sweet chilli sauce oh. on it. Oh, well,
3: there we go. Yeah, mix those two bastards together yes. and dip that yeah, calamari. Have, in. Have
1: it with a, yeah, have it with an apple. With an apple, a red yeah. You mentioned
2: that he's about He's a. Yeah, <laughs> a
1: day keeps the doctor away. That's oh it. yeah, yeah. And oh. also, is it for
3: the palate? Is it a palate cleansing thing? So you you smash in the red salmon, bite of an apple, and then you that dilutes all the taste, and then you get the calamari. would well, that my right, Greg?
1: Yeah, that, that's a go. Thanks, brother. That's a go.
3: All right, Grego. Which city would have, would I be in if I was sitting at Roland Garris? Which city? Uh, Paris. Boom. Question five. Okay, Joel Kane.
2: Right. Which country would I be in? We we're talking earlier about Benidorm. Uh, which country would I be in if I was having a bit of fun in Benidorm? I'll give you a tip. They're playing in the World Cup.
1: Cameroon. Uh, just g- give me the uh, c- city again.
2: Uh, no, it's no city. Which country is Benidorm? California. I' <laughs> no, not
1: Zen. Benedorm. Benedorm. which country would I be in if I was in Benedorm? I'll go, uh, yeah, Cameroon. Okay, <laughs> no. No, Greg.
2: Greg, no, give him another go, know, go. No, Re no, 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 Reese from Goodner's been waiting yeah. very, very patiently. Oh, cr- uh, I- but Greg, stay there, you never know. We might get back to you. Uh <laughs> Reese from Goodner uh, is there. Hey Reese?
0: There
2: you go. Very good, Reese. Very good, Reese. do you know where Benidorm is? Uh it's a guess from where you said they're playing in the World Cup, I reckon it's
0: Spain.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely, Reese. Reese, Reese, Reese. There's a power bank heading to Goodna Brisbane. Uh, for you, my man, and uh, then we'll see yeah. you again next Wednesday for the final to scoop up. You reckon it's worth about $500, Brian? $750, I've just, 750
3: Inflation's a
0: bastard. Wow,
2: okay. Oh. Well done, Reecey. How
3: Johnny do you feel Reece. about that?
0: Oh, not too bad, thank you.
3: Yeah. Hey, Reece, uh you're up in Goodner there. Are you going to be supporting the Dolphins, your Dolphins man? Uh, no, I've been up arm,
0: but I think I'm still going to stick with the Brisbane Broncos.
3: Fair enough. Fair enough, even though the great Wayne Bennett's taken over the Dolphins. Yeah, nah,
0: I've been a Broncos boy since I was a little fella, so oh, right I can't on. go and
3: turn me back on him. Nah, good work, Reese. Should we sing the song? Should we sing the Broncos song? No, you
0: can if you
3: want. Do you want to join <laughs> me? I can't
0: remember.
3: Where the Broncos... I can't
0: remember it Where,
3: Where the Broncos, the mighty Broncos. <laughs> All right, let's go, Reese, You start. Yeah. Where are they wrong? <laughs> That's about as far as I get. Give us one more, bro. Come on. All together. Bronco. the wrong
0: mighty wrong goes. And uh, That's about as far as
2: I get. Ah, right. oh, well, Reesie doesn't Reese. matter, mate. You've got a week to learn it. Just about next Wednesday is the grand final, and if you can win that in style, we need to hear it in full chorus. Good on you, Reesie. Takes out the IMAQ quiz worry. on this Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, well done to that. we're just day. about done. Can I just say this, Brian? And we don't often go too hard on this sort of stuff, um, but but yeah, um, I think we need to. If people are just joining the show for the first time this afternoon, mm-hmm. you've got to check out the podcast. And you've got to go listen to the Joe Williams oh, yeah. interview. And, very, and, very good. And, and you know what? Within five minutes you'll realise, you know what? I've got someone who, sh- who could or should listen Correct. to this. Correct. Um, That's
3: what, um, you're a good man, Joel Kane. Even if you do believe mm. that um, the Great Barrier Great Reef is dying.
2: I didn't believe that. He did. I'm glass half full, mate. I, I always think positively. Um, the Australian team has been announced tomorrow uh, for the first test in Perth. Warner, Kawaja, Labashane. Labashane's going to top score, Brian. Okay. Marnus, I've got a feeling. Stevie Smith, Travis Head, Cam Green, Alex Carey, Pat Cummins, Mitch Stark, Josh Hazelwood, Nathan Lyon. Um, Scotty Boland's 18 wickets against England. Not enough to break the fast bowlers cartel of Cummins, Stark and Hazelwood. Last home series, 4-0 Ashes win against England. Kawaja sitting on 888 runs in the calendar of the year. There's a few <laughs> Rooster, little uh, crap stats for you.
3: Rooster Mars, <laughs> Jeffrey Aoli. I thought that bloke was thick, but Jeffrey Sriracha. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> that will do me.
3: <laughs> Rooster Mars. Bold Ambrose caught Sriracha. have you back, brother.
2: Yeah, uh, caught Aoli.
3: Jeffrey. So, uh, I, I was hoping someone said Jeffrey Horseradish.
2: How are you spending the week, Bron? What are you doing? Oh, big, big week. Yeah.
3: Thursday, I've got. Um, We've got a fundraiser for Maddie Nables brother. Oh yes. He's got Aaron. made a neuron. And there's then, a
2: GoFundMe page I believe too yes. isn't there.
3: So yes, if you can get on the GoFundMe for Maddie Nables, brother, he's got made a neurons. Mm. Three uh, beautiful gee that's a thing isn't it. Friday. Yep. It's the Nine Balls Punter's Club. So look out if you're oh. down there, Bill and Tony's or the Lord Roberts. <laughs> oh, Cuz no. there's 30 lunatics. No no. And I no, just no, scraped no. in because if you if you come bottom five you you've got to scull the tequila.
2: So a- 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 871 here. Um, uh, is it, he never he never come, force everyone. He never never comes in with a one text. as a three-prong attack. Yeah. But he's suggesting, Doghouse, you can't get to the Doghouse, Brian. Are you a chance uh, of being in the Doghouse?
3: Nah, yeah, I was nearly last night, but I think I'm okay. Yeah. I think I've snuck through. Fine
2: line sometimes. What have we
3: got on? What do you got on for the next three days?
2: Mate, I'm going to get sit back and uh, listen to a bit of uh, a bit of the West Indies taking on Australia yeah. and SEN, if you don't mind. Uh, Sports Day coming up.
3: I'm going to tell myself I'm one or